All right, folks, this show is sponsored by Anchor. A while back, we switched over to Anchor as our hosting platform for Panel to Panel. And to be honest, it's actually been one of the best experiences we've had when it comes to hosting our podcast. A lot of people think making a podcast is super difficult, but Anchor actually allows you to record and edit your podcast all on your phone if that's what you want to do. Anchor even helps you get your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other places like that. That way you can get your podcast to a wide audience of different people. And the best part about it, it's totally free. So go ahead, check out Anchor.fm, or download the Anchor app on your phone or through the App Store or the Google Play Store and check it out today. Now let's turn the page and get to this week's episode of Panel to Panel. What's going on, good people of the internet? It is time. Uh, I messed up my own. I, this is two weeks in a row. I messed up my own intro. This is horrible. I hate myself. Okay. What's going on, good people of the internet? Uh, I, 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 you know what? We're not going to do that. Hi. Oh, welcome, folks. Uh, this, this is uh, On Comics Grounds, uh, flagship podcast, panel to panel, where a bunch of folks shoot the breeze and talk about comic books and such. I need to quit having such a long intro. I need, I need to finally change my intro because I have forgotten my intro after three years of actually four years of doing the show i finally can't do my own intro anymore but we are here once again once again to enjoy comic books and such like we always do don't forget that you can follow this podcast on twitter at ptp underscore podcast you can check out uh, all of our uh, podcasts that we've already recorded on itunes apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher radio spotify all that good stuff on youtube as well but we are here once again for a special episode. I am sitting down with Mad K Studios editor in chief Chris Sanchez. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, oh definitely, definitely. I, like given the, like, the, the the current situation we're going through, I want I definitely wanted to come in like, like help spotlight some of the amazing work you guys have been doing the past two years or just the past like few years that you guys have been putting out work, I wanted to bring you on, talk about the things you have been doing, some of the current situation, and how you're trying to help the comic book industry. So for those folks who don't really have an idea of what like, Mad Cave is or what you guys do, I, I, if you could sum it up by like, the, the elevator pitch for fans who have just been like, like reading Big Two for years, what could you give people of what Mad Cave is about? Sure. Uh, yeah, uh, Mad Cave Studios is an independent comic book publisher, and we really pride ourselves on making as fun stories as possible and making those in a variety of different genres that touch basically everyone's kind of like childhood influences and stuff that really makes like the imagine the imagination um, that you like had as a kid that like pure energy, and we try to put that in a comic. Okay. Okay. And from like, can you give people an idea of how Mad Cave began for those like folks who really don't know a lot about what you guys do? Sure. Uh, Mark London 
He's our CEO and the writer of many of our titles. It was sort of a passion project of his. Um, and it really started with his wife just telling him, hey, uh, do you have this idea that you've been talking about for years? Go do it. Uh, and so he did it and sort of created this, this publishing house, uh, brought a lot of really cool, talented people on board. Um, and from there, just sort of spring vaulted into like going to cons, um, putting our stuff on a comicsology, all that stuff, that, that indie stuff. Um, and then Diamond, uh, we sort of got into Diamond, um, and that's sort of where we launched uh, Battle Cats, Midnight, Task Force, all these like really cool series. Um, that was our first year, and we're now going on our third year with Diamond, and it's a hell of a year to start with. Oh, oh definitely. <laughs> Like, like, definitely in the past a few years, you've expanded from just having Midnight Task Force and Battle Cats to launch off with, to then going into amazing books like Honor and Curse. You had these these brand new releases like Savage Bastards coming out in shows. And, like, you have this eclectic group of books that you wouldn't see at just, like, DC or Marvel. You don't see, like, the constant superhero-type books. You see stories from every walk of life. And, like, I wonder if you could give people sort of the reason behind that rather than having like an interconnected universe why you pride yourself on letting all these different worlds come to life on the page right so that's the one thing um mark and like me and chris fernandez our publisher where we try to really bring to this company um is these various different worlds and cool ideas and just weird out there things that you can't really do in like interconnected stories or just superhero stories we really like to play with every genre and just see where we go from there seeing how like like twisty and fun we can get and like bend different genres and sort of like get just comics have an unlimited budget at least for what's on the page mm-hmm. you know and we try to do that justice you know not that you know, once again we have stuff like over the ropes which is like a very cool wrestling drama which you know could be filmed like an indie film mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's really cool to see that on the page and like do really cool character work and do really fun stuff so it's really like just as long as you have a story to tell i think mad cave is a place where you can tell that story most definitely and like there's a great like and like variety to be held here you have horror you have adults more oriented uh, type stories with midnight task force there's this sort of anybody could pick up a book kind of feel at mad cave is that like a, a fair way to like put it for folks yeah we want to try to have a story for everyone honestly okay okay so in the past couple of years if you if you could say like the great progress you guys have been doing and now you having stepped into the role as editor-in-chief what but like if like say we move past the current situation what plans do you like what, what have you been aiming for or what type of atmosphere do you want to have moving forward when it comes especially because last year or the, and the year before that you started having talent searches you have the ability to anybody to come in and present work and try to have new material for you guys what what kind of atmosphere do you want to like convey for the comic book industry so first and foremost we want to be a publisher that is um easy and fun to work with like we in all aspect of it whether that's retailer sales or production with writers and artists we want to be someone uh we want to be people 
that that actually feel like people you know like a publisher yeah. that is run by human beings and uh are you know fun and creative and with the same ideas like and that's what oh, i try to do now as editor-in-chief it's like be a part of the process of bringing cool people on board bringing talented creators that um bo- that are both new um new to publishing or new to comics or new uh just to the industry in large that have that passion and that talent and we're just need to be um you know a little just needed to give the right opportunity to um those people as well as experienced creators um which we're now uh, starting to move more into um especially with like uh, i'm now in charge of an editorial team of like very very cool editors that are very good at their jobs and I think that is a strong place to start early. You know, what I was thinking it was a strong place to start of like this new sort of era in Mad Cave of making as quality at books with still that same Mad Cave fun flair to them. Okay. Okay. And then in terms of like, you, you even said yourself, or like you, you wanted to have a great relationship with all aspects of the industry. You said from the jump, you have like made sure to involve yourself with the con scene, involve yourself with comic book shops. You even have a comic book spot, like shop spotlight you guys have been doing for a long time now. What made you want to have a focus on the comic book store specifically? That, that mainly came down from Mark and everyone involved but mark really sets the tone of just like he is a person that you can reach out at any point and have a conversation with even though he's at whatever level of the company like you can have you can go to his office and just have a conversation with him he's just that real dude Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's sort of the attitude that we want to bring up just like we're just people who love comics and want to make cool comics that's really it you know i i and we don't want to be like those assholes who are like, this is my art. And if you don't get this art, like, no, dude, like we're here making comics and making fun stuff and being cool people, because that's something that, that I like, no matter um, how good your comic is, if you're an asshole, I don't really care to read it. That's you fair. Know, it's, and that's something I don't, I don't ever want to have. I don't ever want to hear from someone that they had a bad experience um, with someone at Mac Game, or whether it's editorial or retailers. I don't like hearing that because that's that's something that I'm not about. I really want everyone who works with us at any capacity or even interacts with us online to never have a bad experience. So, you know, either if you don't like our comics, you can't say that we're not uh, like cool, nice people. You know, I I try to bring that out as much as um, anyone else really everyone in the company is like that and just we don't want uh we we really try to be as accepting and as you know positive as possible that's fair that's fair and that's why you even have a book like knights of the golden sun that tries to take a piece of like of the the judeo-christian faith and twist it but you even said before in a previous interview that you are are open to any walk of life coming in to have a book at Mad Cave, which I think is amazing. You have the idea from a lot of like people in the industry that we've seen recently, a vocal minority that has said that, oh, like c- certain voices shouldn't have a platform in the comic industry, but you have gone out of your way to make that a possibility. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, if, you're po- if you're about positivity, if you're, you know, 
a nice person if you're you know these kinds of things and you're not out to hurt people i don't see why any you can't have any walk of life and you know come through and tell a story that's just me you know I, obviously if you're about hurting you know people are being an asshole or trying to say hurtful things then i think you know there's a you know you shouldn't be uh like robbed of that platform but you know i am i'm gonna not read your stuff and i'm gonna not tell people to read your stuff because that's not what i'm about you know and then that's more yeah it's sort of like mark mark's told that knights is his baby just like this grand christian epic <laughs> and you know thing but none of those values like those values or thing are not really present in Hellfighter, they're a different kind of value set, or in Overgrowth, they're a different kind of value set. There's these all different walks of life that come through and just tell fun, cool stories. That's fair. That's, that's, that's very fair. I love that you have that kind of mindset. And now moving forward with the current situation we find ourselves in, I I, I definitely love that with the, the care for the comic book industry, you have, as a, as a company, Madcape has like started this relief fund for like the, the comic book retailer. Would, would you want to like give some more info about that? Help spotlight that in a way. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, it's a relief fund. This was again, another one of sort of Mark's ideas that we're sort of pitching around ideas, what we can do for the retailer. Cause they're really the ones, um, the, you know, comics in itself, uh, you know, we talk about publishers, we talk about, uh, the fans, but the retailer, they're all, they're a network of small businesses and small businesses are the ones most affected by this, uh, COVID, uh, COVID-19 sort of pandemic to stoppage of work, um, every kind of thing. Um, and they're the ones being, uh, shuttered and forced to ask for relief and forced to, uh, to lay off employees. And they're the people really struggling. And again, with Diamond sort of closing shop, uh, they're not going to get a new product in. And with that, that, even if they are open, the new new comics coming in is the majority of reason why people go to comic shops is to get their monthly, to get their weekly pool. Um, and that's a huge income just being lost immediately. Um, so what we try to do at Matcave uh, is set up a, or what we're doing at Matcave is set up a relief fund, which um, has a goal of 100, uh, 100 grand that we're going to split um, into uh, sort of chunks for every retailer that contacts us um, and uh, asks to be a part of this uh, sort of uh, fund. And it's so far we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of just attention uh, to this fund, and I'm super proud of all the people that have donated, and I'm super impressed with what we've been able to do. And yeah, I'm su- I'm really hopeful that we hit our goal, and this is and we do something actually very good for the industry. Yeah, but the idea of this is amazing. When I first saw this, I was blown away, but that we were actually trying to help the retailer because the retailer has been this cornerstone of 
comics for years now. We used to have them on the newsstands, but then once they became specialty stores, they were every part of and every facet of the comic book industry. So with such an integral piece like Diamond stepping out of the picture, what what are your guys' plans to keep comic books moving or in terms of trying to help like, any other way you have thought of to help like the, the, the industry besides the relief fund? Um, yeah, just sort of said about spotlighting, um, spotlighting different stores that are still open. Um, Manny, Manny, our retailer relations manager, uh, he does a very good job of reaching out. Um, and Taylor Magruder also is what, um, another retailer person, um, they both have done phenomenal work in these times of just making contacting retailers, making sure what, is there anything that we can do with spotlights through our social media channels just to make sure that we can do like as much as possible to make sure people know about these stores that are still open that do mail order um that you can buy gift certificates from that you can try to do what you you know can it's and especially we're also cognizant you know aware of the fact that these are hard times for a lot of people you know not just mm-hmm. the kind of retailers but there's some people that can't afford the 10 you know 10 15 something donation or whatever that you feel like you would need to do for that and that's fine Uh, but you know we asked to like share this out share out this information and those people of means that you know are that will survive this that that still have their jobs that are still uh, you know are not in danger of like you know not making rent or something that you give back to a community that um, is full of love, is full of people that are passionate about it, and is full of just, and it's an industry that, you know, we're uh, we're niche within sort of this, like, niche of, like, book publishing and then comic publishing. It's sort of this very tight, tight-knit niche that, you know, needs your support. And, need, and all, I think a lot of people in this thing are, have been lifelong fans of comic and that passion doesn't go away and i want to see it you know it's comics are going to survive obviously but some of these comic shops aren't and comic shops are a huge part of like my love of comics mm-hmm, definitely and with and with uh chris fernandez's uh announcement today of saying you guys aren't going to be releasing any books after a certain time period because of diamond like like closing up shop for a little bit is there anything that you can tell us of what your like your plans are or like like what what is like the operation like going on at this point that you can like convey uh, for, for the people sure um so we just uh released a statement um today that we are delaying all like basically delaying all releases but especially new releases of like a new series um until further notice that's sort of just to be uh, just to be safe and just what we're we doing, um, and especially with Diamond, we don't want to release a book to stores that aren't open, or th- because that doesn't just hurt us; that also hurts the stores because they're releasing a book. They're you're trying to we're trying to sell a book to a market that isn't there, which isn't good for us, and it's not good for the stores. Um, so uh, we were doing our part in limiting our production as much as or limiting our releases as much as possible production internally still going we're still my job is still been the same for the past uh two weeks or or something since i've started working um and it's yeah just working with uh my editors 
working with for writers and artists and working on the books that I have right now that are not only set for this year, but are set for the next year's. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I'm glad to see that production is still going on as planned that way. Once we are out of this current crisis, you can put the books back out there and help the industry get back on its feet. You have these amazing products that you want to like give out to the people and have them help support the industry that we all do love. I know, and you just even said right there, you, you've just been promoted to, to editor-in-chief and you have this brand new, new like, like team going on. Do you want to like help like, like get an idea of the current books you have out on shelves that you can help, like, like you spotlight too. They can pick up on Comixology, or I know some stores are doing like drop off pickup in terms of or, or that kind of service. Like, can you give some spotlight to that? Yeah, no, and for sure, uh, these are, are in Comixology. Um, can contact their store. I see if they have these titles. Please do, please do. Uh, but stuff like Shozen, which just came out in trade, it's hugely. Um, I'm super, super proud of that book, and uh, it, I think it's it's probably my favorite trade that we have right now. It's awesome. Um, we have Over the Ropes going. We have we just released uh, Hellfighter Quinn, which is this very cool martial arts uh, kung fu story. Uh, we we have Savage Bastards, which is this very beat western that's very cool i love savage um that we just that we just released um we have rv9 coming to trade which is actually one of our uh, one of our more popular books this is uh, assassin sort of revolutionary story it's very cool um and yeah just uh just you know social on social media we're doing a really good job of uh making sure people are aware of our books and making sure people would know where to get them um, and making sure that uh, comic shops are getting that love of, uh, you know, they're in comic shops right now, at least the one they still have. And they're still, um, if you can, go to your comic shop and see their back issues, see their trades list, see see what they have there. Yeah. Most definitely. Like, with the current situation, any help that you can give to a comic book shop is definitely appreciated. So when the, the idea of the relief fund really struck out to me as something that was very needed, especially with a lot. We were kind of just at the mercy of the situation, it seems like. I don't know if you can really, like, get, like, like give any thoughts on what's been going on or how the atmosphere has been, like, like, uh, like doing for you, if you want to bet anything about that. Yeah, just looking around the industry and talking to creators, uh, just seeing what different publishers are doing. I think we're all just sort of, like, on a holding waiting period. Uh, just to say um, how long this is going to be sort of mm. thing. And that goes even much more to just publishing. It just like those people in shelter and peace uh, situations. Um, this is a thing that the entire country slash world is going through that we have still are relatively early in, at least in the U.S. Of We don't know really how long this gonna be we don't know the landscape is gonna be three six nine months from now um so we're kind of in a sort of a month by month basis of what we can do what we can plan for and what do we know what's going to happen until we get more confirmation from our distribution or 
just different states and and honestly from the local governments that's where i think the majority of the comics industry is on a holding pattern yeah it, it definitely feels like that i know that a lot of different creators have been trying to voice support you like with the company have been trying to voice support for the local comic book shop because it is such a cornerstone of what we do so if there was anything you could really say on behalf of mad cave to local comic book shops or to the fans in terms of trying to keep spirits up about the industry what like what could you say i can say that comics aren't going anywhere they're here to stay um that they're a medium that are near and dear that i assume everyone listening here like we all love comics and they're not going to go away um and the reason uh why is because you know people to support the industry the outcry of support that has been coming out from creators from publishers um, from everyone involved in the industry, I think everyone is there to support these stores and support the medium and make sure it doesn't go away. And I think just reach out to your comic book shop. You know, if you're local, if you haven't had a pull in a while, um, just check out a couple of trades, uh, what they what they have. You know, do you do what you can. Um, and if you can, at least shout them out. See if you can volunteer, because um, a lot of a lot of comic shops are going through a very uh, shortage of um, employees as they can't really pay them. Again, it's like if you have the means and you and you have the time, try to help out as much as you can. And you know, when then when Diamond does come back, um, or whenever we have, uh, whenever this production sort of uh, holding period is kind of over and the comic shops are open again, and you're able to, you know go to your comic shop again and start a poll please do it please go in um don't don't just you know i'm not gonna tell you to just support matt cave don't do it support every you know independent publisher doing their doing a job and and doing their part and making sure this industry uh, stays where it is or it gets better Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I know like one thing that we've been trying to be more vocal about on the, the our podcast specifically is the benefit of a pre-order and how much pre-orders matter, not only to the industry, but to the comic book shop. I don't know how much like like emphasis you can give on how much a pre-order matters, but if you can, like what would you say in regards to that? Oh, pre-orders are probably the most important thing, at least when it comes to single issue releases. Um I mean, they're super important in OGN releases and book publishing. Their pre-orders gauge how much interest uh, a shop has, really. Like, a, like sure, a shop like an owner of a shop can uh, we we send advanced reader copies or something, and they can like the issue. But if they buy five of them um, and only, uh, you know, or they're not going to buy five of them if all they only have one person on the poll for that book. Sure, they can do their part in trying to sell their book and trying to give it uh, to customers that uh, they know and understand, but that puts a lot of onus on the owner. Um, so, you know, pre-orders are vastly important in making sure, like, hey, tell, tell the people at your comic shop, like, hey, this book's really cool. I just saw it online or I just saw it in previews. Like, what can what, what can we do about this book? And, uh, and putting it on your pool. 
you know? Because, again, there's a big difference between um, having five people on a pool to having two. Do five, you might, uh, the person, the person ordering might be like, oh, hey, there's like some pretty good amount of interest in here. Let me order 10 instead of ordering just the five. You know, it's it's all about that pre-order and being excited about the book and, and, you know, making sure, you know, if you're really excited about it, make sure people know about the book. You know, because again, independent comics are very, um, they live and die on those pre-orders. They really do. Definitely. And I know, like, you just had a brand new series, Savage Bastards, hit number, the number two issue yesterday. And the stories you're telling matter. You see, like, <clears throat> excuse me, you have these amazing stories that are coming and you see the typical stories, but not even typical, the stories that we're so used to with Marvel and DC, but then you see these like, like sort of catered to different audiences or new ideas that you're putting out. And the, the, the emphasis on how important the independent market is. And I know there is like independent has been very criticized just for like not being what the big two are, but you guys specifically tell stories that not the normal comic book fan would enjoy. Yeah, I mean, we're we're just trying to tell the stories that we want to tell. That's honestly like, of course, we have to figure about it and stuff like that. But it's really, it really, really comes down to, um, is the idea, um, that we're is a, is the idea that we have, is there a story there, and is that story something that we want to tell? And if mm-hmm. those goals are met, then we want to tell that story. You know, same thing with Savage. Savage, we really want to tell what story and when we got uh david in from the town search and we you know pitched him the idea he went with it and i think it's awesome you know i think it's a really well done story um the the artist on it has does everything from pencils lines colors he does everything it's i think that book looks and is awesome um and that, that there has to be passion there and the creators the creators tell that story beautifully i really you know the stories we tell in my are stories that we genuinely love and tell that's what goes into our decision making of why we want to tell these stories or why we want to make something or why we want to be something it really is we're super passionate and proud of everything we do all right, definitely. I, I I appreciate that that drive there to give people newer types of stories and and unique ideas. There's the fear with, like that there could be the just a typical story come about, but you make these brand new concepts and brand new ideas, and I love that so much. So definitely, folks, please make sure that even if it's on Comicsology or if you know that your store has the, these books stock, please check them out. Uh, you can go to the Mad Cave Studios website and look at what they have. They have this awesome library of books. I remember first reading Midnight Task Force two years ago and being blown away about what I saw. So only like even now more than ever, Mad Cave is definitely kicking butt. I want to congratulate you guys, even in this like hard time, that you are still putting out amazing products. Yeah, man. And I want to thank you for your support in these last two years. It's been awesome. Getting, you know, getting to meet people like you. Everyone 
which is comics media and reviewers that are they're you know they're doing this because they love it as much as we do and it's super awesome to feel that comic you know comics are a medium that uh everyone here everyone making comic comics writing about comics loves comics that like you really can't escape that if you're in this industry it's so small it's you know there's not a lot of money in it that you know the the eyes in it are just not as much as there is in like tv or movies but we all love this shit so much uh that we really can't stop talking about it or can't stop making it and that's why i really love comics is because the the people making them the people talking about them all love it and that's my favorite thing all right i I love that i love that you you care because there's that fear from a lot of folks that like oh the people behind the scenes like are just putting out a product to like like, to sell it but in reality you do care you want to see the the industry grow you care so much about about the comic book store you're making this relief fund and like we will definitely have that linked down below in the description of the episode we will link it on our twitter when the episode goes live uh tonight for everybody so definitely check this out uh, like out help support Support your local comic book industry. Check out Mad Cave. I want to say thank you so much, Chris, for coming on this evening and helping like so, like showcase what you guys have been doing. More than, now than ever, we need to help support the industry. So I, I really appreciate you coming on. Dude, I appreciate you having me. And thank you for letting me talk about the different stuff and uh, to tell everyone else, like, yeah, you know, we're building stuff now. We're in a holding pattern right now. But just like, you know, when when stuff does come back, I there's stuff in my inbox that is gonna blow your guys' mind. I can't wait to talk about some stuff. Um, it's gonna be really fun. All right, all right. Thank you so much, man. Uh, don't forget that, that you can check out all these books. We have a brand new uh, back issue review of Savage Bastards number one. Travis, one of our, one of my co-stars here at Panel to Panel, will have a review of Savage Bastards number two on Monday for you, good people, that you can check out and help check it out online or if your comic book shop has it. Please, like, even if your store is just doing pickup, please support it if you can. You can check out this podcast on Twitter at PTP underscore podcast. You can listen to us on all the uh, major pl- podcast platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube, all those great things. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode for you good folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace out. Peace out.